It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. Oh my God, the big rascals are back in town. Max and Ben, two big rascals. That's right. And we got a different look to us today. If you're watching on YouTube, that's right. Our background is Survivor. We're doing Survivor, everybody. We are? Yes. We're Survivor. Oh, shit. Okay. And I don't know why we haven't recapped survivor before i don't know why we didn't do the last season i don't know (laughs) it was i think we thought that there were too many survivor podcasts but it's literally our favorite show this is like literally the show that we know the most about yeah it's the show that you and i like bonded over this is like how we became friends was our mutual love of survivor that's how i knew i could tolerate you Yes, exactly. And vice versa. Yes. Ben, I remember (laughs) where I was when I learned you were a Survivor fan. Oh, it wasn't on the toilet, was it? No, I was on a a street corner across the street from one of my favorite bodegas. And and you you mentioned that you were like, the only celebrities I ever see around here are like Survivor fans. And I don't even count them. Or Or Survivor contestants. Contestants. And I was like, wait a minute. Are you a Survivor fan? And you were like, I consider myself more than a Survivor fan. And I was like, me too. Yes. What? It's like a religion for me. That's what you said. It really is. And I was like, bro, you don't even know. You don't even know, fam. Yeah. So I have been watching Survivor literally since the first season. And I have not missed an episode since. Like, that's how hardcore of a Survivor fan I, fan I am. I was 10 years old when Richard Hatch won the million bucks, and I've been watching ever since. I've never missed an episode. I love Survivor. It's that that Johnny, uh, or that, uh, or I'm sorry, it's that, uh, what Cochran? was his name? Cochran thing where he goes, I love Survivor. I breathe Survivor. That's how I feel about Survivor. I've never seen an episode, but I like the commercials. So that's <laughs> the commercials. Oh, so you watch, like you watch the Super Bowl. You, yeah. You, you <laughs> watch the commercials. Okay. <laughs> the commercials. I like Jeff. Pro- I really liked the Jeff Probst show. Like when he had his talk show, I was a really big fan oh. of that. Oh, so that is Jeff. the stuff that I like. No, I've seen every I'm season. So, I'm so glad that that show was such a massive failure because it kept Jeff with us forever yeah. in, in the Survivor universe. We are stuck with Jeff. But I want to sh- so for, for our Love is Blind coverage, Ben, we have been drinking from the, uh, the golden chalices that they have yes. on Love is Blind. Uh, I want to share something that I have with you. Uh, I am drinking from my uh, Survivor <laughs> oh, game, changers game Changers commemorative glass. Did uh, you buy that? Uh, my mom got it for me. Oh, is that a uh, gift? That's a cute. gift. Uh, they were the you know it's just the current season is what's available yeah, yeah, in the yeah. shop. So Game Changers was going on. So uh-huh. in honor of one of the greatest 
the greatest seasons. There you go. Game changers. So let's, you know, let's if go. we were gonna be if we were gonna be accurate to what they drink out of on the show, what would it be like a little coconut uh, a cup? coconut husk? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought like as I was talking, I was like, oh, you're probably thinking when I take out like a fucking coconut. <laughs> husk right. Yeah, shit. a little coconut. Cup. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's what they drink out of. Or no, they have their canteens, don't they? They have. Uh, yeah, 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 they yeah. have little canteens. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna drink out of my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I've got some bamboo above me and some water, and I'm I'm catching the drips into my yeah, mouth. Yeah, that's from what above. it should be. Yeah. Take away the. I mean, they say that they're trying to make it the hardest season ever. Take away the canteens. Take away the well. Make them really. They work are for never it. gonna make it the hardest season ever unless they go back to Kenya, like they did in season three, where those guys were literally drinking water that elephants shit in, and yes, they were literally having to fight against. Shit lions and tigers at night in the middle of the night it will never be that hard ever yeah, again fight lions and tigers uh, that's yeah, okay what they I didn't fight do. that they didn't fight them but you know no, they, but they, they had them like right outside but they should camp. make it harder so uh, fight lions and tigers <laughs> yeah put them in the ring that's what we want put them <laughs> that's that's the new physical challenges that uh, we have is uh it, if you're new to if you're new to the show, if you're new to us, uh, this is reality alert. You know, it, we're we're not, we're not like the other reality podcasts. We're funny. We're a yeah, little we're, different. We're not like the other girls. I guess you could say we're a bit quirky. <laughs> we're quirky. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do the strategic analysis like the other guys, but we are a little bit more comedic. It's, we, we got a lot of sound. Who are the other guys? Do. Let's just. <laughs> I don't know who the other guys are. No, there's like a million Survivor podcasts. There is, but there's one big one. (laughs) And it is called i don't know I've i don't i don't it. remember what they're called i, do I don't know, know. I no like there are no there's well. actually a lot of survival podcasts that people listen to there's one big one but there are a couple other ones that people listen to there is a few johnny Fairplay is a big one but i haven't listened to it because why That's right but we we do a lot of fun stuff we don't just cover uh recaps we're going to be hopefully doing some interviews with previous contestants we have drinking games this is something that's been popular with the circle and love is blind and celebrity big brother. And, uh, I, I actually did these, the birth of these drinking games started way back in survivor second chances. I started, uh, making these drinking games way back then on the survivor Reddit. Uh, and yeah, we're bringing it back now. It's, it's going to be coming back. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Max. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's what you're hoping for. Yeah, I appreciate it. <laughs> but no, we, we've got a we got a lot of fun stuff. I hope you'll play games with us. I hope that you will uh, follow along with our recaps. It's going to be a fun season, especially based on this cast, which looks fantastic, Max. Uh, something that stuck out for me from this cast, which I'm really excited about, is we have a lot of first time names in this cast. We have a lot oh, of names that we've never seen before uh-huh. in Survivor. Yes. You which know, ones lot, stick out of, to you? Uh, we got a Roxroy, a Romeo, a Swati. I don't know if we've ever had a Tory. Have we had a Tory before? Oh, that's tough. If we did, it was an early boot because I wouldn't remember them as much. Yeah. Have we had an Omar? I don't think we've had an Omar. No. Yeah. I mean, we got we got a bunch of interesting things going on here. I don't think we've had a high before. 
Look, when Jeff said this is a new era of Survivor, this is exactly what he was talking about. He was talking about new names. We need different new names. No, I mean, o- obviously show. part of this is the uh, the 50% CBS diversity initiative, which is like fucking awesome. Oh, it's like, amazing. Clearly elevates yeah. it, brings an awesome thing. But the names, the names. are, it's awesome. Different names being written down on the parchment. We don't need... The same old Kelly's. Uh, there's a lot the of references. John's. John's. Yeah. Uh, what well, else? I don't know. There's a lot of repetition of names. <laughs> Rob. There's a lot of Robs. Rob. There's a lot of Robs. There's a million Robs. We don't it's have any Robs. One. It's good. No Robs. So, so Ben, I, I, I think what we're doing here today is we're going to assess the cast. We're right. going to think... Who is who we're going to take an good. academic approach to this? It's going to be so academic. It's going to be peer reviewed. And then at the end, we're going to pick each of us is going to pick a winner pick, but we're going to see who is cut out to win. So I have picked out, oh, we're going to go through their, their bio on the, on the <laughs> cast website. And I also have a soundbite from the Viacom website. Because that's the only place you could find their cast videos, and I've t- taken the audio from them. So, courtesy of Viacom, thank you, the yeah. parent company of CBS, for providing this because you couldn't find the introductory cast videos anywhere else. Very, yeah, you can't uh, even find them on the CBS Survivor YouTube page or the website. Odd. It's very yeah. interesting. Very interesting. So let's uh, let's start. Let's dig into this. Maybe let's start with Chanel Howell. All right. Let's uh, let's dig into this. So here we go. I'm Chanel. I am a recruiter and I currently live in New York City. I can talk my way into every kind of situation. So I said, hey, like, let me get my certificate in negotiation mastery from Harvard Business School. And that's exactly what I did. One of the biggest mistakes that people make when negotiating is they end up negotiating with themselves. I was sold at hi, my name is, but sure. Tell me more about you wanting to take me to the end. Tell me more about the folks that you don't like over there. A few years ago, I came up with a list of the most insane, crazy things that would either make me money or would make me happy. And at the top of that list is playing Survivor. Playing this game is proving to myself that you can do whatever you want. While society might've said that my list was impractical or not sustainable, I say I'm the exception, and I'm not leaving any cash on the table. Wow. This is a business deal for her. Was Survivor at the top of the list of the money things or the happy things? I think maybe both. Maybe both? (laughs) She's like, I know I'm guaranteed to win the million dollars. You know what? Maybe she's such a good negotiator. Maybe she'll start making deals with Jeff before the show even starts. Maybe she'll negotiate a settlement. Maybe she'll get like 50K out of it before and then she'll leave, you know? Yeah, she's just going to do that. Because <laughs> she's a deal maker. I don't That's think she'll ever be able to do a negotiation as well as uh, Angelina was able to, though. So, <laughs> no, yeah. No, Angelina did when, I mean, that was just amazing with the rice. Uh, that was incredible. <laughs> I don't think she'll be able to pull that off. We, we already have the best negotiator of all time. I just don't think she'll be able to to stack up. Yeah, good luck to her. So I had seen in her uh, uh, Entertainment Tonight interviews, she really overstudied the game like to a crazy degree. Like she has taken notes on every season she's played on these like Survivor. You know how 
how like there will be like online like little survivor games that you can play with other people uh like she does all of those yeah well, i think they're called orgs online reality games. yes I believe. yes yes, yes. so she does those a lot oh okay uh she's like it almost when i was listening to this it almost felt like i was listening to garrett from kagayan the uh the the guy who over prepared and then crashed and burned so so quickly i do do you think there's such a thing as over prepping for this game max because we've seen it before i think max dawson too from dirty 30 he's he was kind of an over prepper too and i think went into it almost with with too much and got too much into his own head um i think you can over prepare um if you let it become too much a part of your personality like if you over prepare and then you can't shut up about it yeah like if you the other are, thing too is if you have like a very fixed strategy going in yeah you're in trouble because you got to be flexible in this game but if you do i mean like if you study a lot and prepare a lot and then it's not a bad thing certainly it, it's not yeah. a bad thing if you can then stay flexible and then you keep it to yourself yeah but if she can't keep this shit to herself, she's going to be out it as a threat. Then it's bad. If you can't be flexible, but yeah, I mean, doing that much, I mean, especially with new survivor where there's a million twists, like, yeah, like those online reality games are going to be nothing like survivor. No, but I do love that, that, uh, she's yeah. a super fan. I, love I mean, it. she's seen every season. She says here on the cast bio, uh, I think that's very good. Um, you know, and uh, I mean, I mean, I think that's good. Uh, she says, what is something we would never know from looking at you that she's good at crunching numbers in her head? You know, I, I don't think from looking at her that I would assume that she wasn't good at crunching numbers in her head. But I guess I wouldn't assume that from looking at anyone that they were good at crunching numbers in their head. So I guess that could be a good answer for that. Well, she did. Did they say she was like a Harvard? What? Um. Uh. She's got an MBA from Harvard or something like it's that. Something. She. She. She went to Harvard like negotiation school or something. Oh, I see. Got you. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, for those, uh, you know, uh, calculus challenges this season, she's gonna be. Uh, she's gonna be my pick to win. You so know? we have two people from Harvard. In uh, this cast, we had somebody. Oh. From, so Evie went to Harvard uh, or Yale or something from last season. So the Survivor is similar to The Simpsons. It's like a pipeline to the writer's room, sort of. Is yeah, well, to like all business, all, all, all high paying businesses, including Survivor. You know, <laughs> if you win, you get a million dollars. Have a have like at least one spot reserved for a ivy league position <laughs> yes why does survivor have it too it's, it's weird it's weird. why the fuck does Sur- why does the reality show have a reservation for ivy league students man i tell you what i'm cochran we had james Lim. um I, 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 if we went, it has through, produced some good contestants. I will say no, that. it does, but there's there's always somebody who's from like, Ivy League. Yeah, it's like a big part of my personality is that I went to Harvard, and I'm not sure if I should <laughs> tell people because I'm so smart. I'm like I'm like because you went to Harvard doesn't mean you're gonna be like good at Survivor, you know? <laughs> yeah, like like who like besides 
Cochran has anybody who went to I th- oh no because well Boston Adam, Rob Boston. Adam went to Stanford but that's not Ivy League okay what about Judd what about Fabio did he was he a Harvard guy? <laughs> Fabio went to uh Fabio went to Cornell but that's like oh, the that's yeah. the least uh that's the lesser of the Ivies right <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's unfair that they reserve at least a spot for somebody in the Ivy Leagues on a reality show. It's yeah. a little perplexing to me. I mean, look, businesses all over are reserving spots for Ivy League. Let's let's survive or be for for the the non Ivy Leaguers. Come on, come on, give us a chance. <laughs> give us dumb dumbs a chance, please. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I do. I do like her. No, no, I, think, I like um, her. And I really like Swati a lot, and I think that they would have been uh, great cast members regardless of yeah. whether they would have been, uh, like, whether they would have gone to Harvard or not, so it doesn't matter. But yeah. I do think it is hilarious that Survivor is focusing on this archetype of, like, this person went to Harvard. <laughs> like yes. they need Like, they need to have the bald guy, the person that went to Harvard. <laughs> you know, it's like, okay. <laughs> my wife says expensive schools got to pay off those loans somehow true and this survivor is, how... is there to help them out yes survivor's gonna help with student loan debt <laughs> they gotta pick they, they gotta have somebody from alabama somebody's gotta, gotta somebody help relieve went this... to harvard <laughs> somebody's gotta relieve this student loan debt max it might as well be this game show survivor <laughs> uh, anything else on chanel then uh no i'm excited i like for her, her. I, I like her too. My only fear for good. her is that she might overplay. Uh, I am that's too. My, that's my only fear. But I'm I'm excited. But if, if she, she does, she can negotiate her way out of it. She can negotiate her way out of it. Yeah. She's a student of the game. I feel like she. Yeah. My, yeah. My only worry is that she might overplay. But you know, better in Modern Survivor to overplay than underplay. But that's maybe true. not because Erica certainly wasn't overplaying at all. No. Mm-mm. I don't know. We're in a new era, Max. It, we're in she a new did era. Turn back time. We're in a new era. Anything can happen. Yeah, just make sure to turn back time if you need to. That yeah. is important. I Here's... do like. I do like that her pet peeve was slow walkers. By the way, yeah, that's such a that, New York thing. That's to a say. good pet peeve because she peeve. she lives in New York. That is a very New York thing to say. And a lot of these people's <laughs> answers aren't pet peeves, so I like that hers was an actual pet peeve. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Here is Daniel Strunk, who is definitely an interesting character. Oh, I'm yeah. Daniel Strunk, and I'm technically a lawyer, but I work right now as a law clerk for a federal judge in Michigan. I had an amazing high school government teacher who got me into the law, and there's at least some preparation for Survivor from that. If they have that challenge where you have to keep your hand up, I'll win that one because my default position in Yale Law School was this. My hand was always up. I grew up watching Survivor, but I really don't know (laughs) what it takes to be the sole survivor. Look, Las Vegas should not be betting on me. I'm short, a little bit chunky. I don't know if I'll be able to do well in challenges. I don't know if I'll be able to provide around camp. I'm going to try. I'm obviously a sneaky person. I'm well-educated. I'll try to be goofy, but I mean, it's unbelievable to be here at Fiji. I've wanted to be on the show for so long. It's like this itch, and I want there to be no Survivor itch anymore. I don't know if I'll succeed, but that's the goal. This guy needs to see a dermatologist is what I think. <laughs> I just have so much confidence in this guy. I mean, he went, I mean, he's saying he, he doesn't have any, uh, he might not win. I mean, that means he's going to win, right? Probably. 
It's the reverse Richard Hatch. He's <laughs> trying not to jinx himself, which right. means he'll win. By the way, Max, did you notice he said he went to law school at Yale? So that makes three Ivy Leaguers. Yeah, his current residence is. <laughs> what the fuck is up with this? I know. It's, it's getting weird. Three <laughs> Ivy Leaguers? This pipeline? <laughs> this is, this is I'm telling you, this is just like the Simpsons writer's room. It goes straight from Ivy League to the Simpsons writer's Dude, this room. Is this is like J.P. Morgan. What the fuck is this? <laughs> So 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 to go on Survivor to, to to work on Wall Street to work to write for The Simpsons, you have to fucking go to Ivy League school. Yeah. This is so dumb. Pretty much, pretty much. Wow. So you know these kids when they're being put in these private schools and in private preschools, it's a pipeline to Survivor right from <laughs> four years old. Okay, this is how it works. Uh, okay, no, but well, I I think uh, Daniel is gonna be the character. This season. he's going to be like the big character this season he he reminds me a little bit of uh of like david uh he likes uh he's he's going to be sort of like this guy that everybody sees is not very physical and might have some troubles with challenges but he's going to be finding idols and advantages that's how i kind of look at him yeah well um he says words to describe himself are ebullient and uh driven wow uh, what is a bullion <laughs> it's I don't a even cheerful know and full of energy <laughs> you looked that up <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I, I needed a, a i was like kind of sure that's what i meant but i was like that wasn't the vibe i was getting from him so i started second guessing myself i was like yeah. i need to double check but that wasn't what i was getting from the way he was describing himself in the interview yeah you know because he was mm -hmm. like yeah i'm kind of sneaky i kind of suck <laughs> i'm not gonna be very good in the game <laughs> and he's like yeah i'm a super cheerful guy i'm, new, I'm driven i'm new great you know yeah i like him he seems fun uh he see like i said i think he's gonna be more of a character than anything else this season you know he's gonna be more of like a devon's type guy uh this season i think uh and and hopefully he'll be uh a good game player as well. He has a lot of good pet peeves. Can we go through these? Yeah. He has many, which as a person who, you know, really gets annoyed with a lot of people and enjoys to be annoyed. I, I agree. Uh, people who are so convinced that they are right, that they foreclose debate. Good. Uh, people who are disruptive in movie theaters. Oh, yes. man. Yeah. Um, uh, when people try to talk to you, even though you are wearing headphones, yes. Oatmeal, yeah. raisin cookies masquerading as chocolate chip cookies. Wow. Okay. Wow. Shots yes. fired. Yes. <laughs> Fucking hate raisins, so I'm on that one. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Like, Enough of that, that crap. Enough of that. Enough of that. Why would you make oatmeal raisin cookies to begin with? It's just... If if there's a challenge where they're being tempted with food, Jeff better not bring out those oatmeal raisin cookies because he's gonna he's gonna be saying nope. Sorry, <laughs> not gonna be doing it. Just gonna be like fool me like, once and oatmeal raisin cookies to <laughs> nosh on and eat. And Daniel's gonna be a like, fuck you, Jeff. <laughs> Do you know that he collects signed pocket U.S. constitutions? Wow. Okay. So I guess they're like pocket signed U.S. constitutions, and that uh, he is them signed by Justice Roberts, Thomas, 
uh, Alido Sotomayor and uh, former U.S. ambassador to Estonia. That is so <laughs> oh my so god, random. he is wait, he is one signed by the former U.S. ambassador to Estonia. Dude, that could be worth millions of dollars. That could be billions. <laughs> that is the best fun fact. He should have just said that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love that he included that. <laughs> his hero, his heroes are uh, George Washington and uh, and Roddy Emmons. This is very interesting stuff here. I like this. Huh. Boy, huh. this this guy is interesting. <laughs> yeah. To say the least. Let's huh. spend two hours on him. <laughs> I'm sure we're going to get plenty of him on the show. Wait, didn't you say you saw some interesting stuff on him from his other video? Yes, I'm trying to remember. I, what was I? I was telling you briefly before the show started. Didn't you say that he said that he had cancer previously? Yes. So that was one of the things he said. He said and the way he phrased it was just wild. He said. Uh, oh, and I've got a great sob story. This is what he said on Entertainment uh, Tonight's interview with him. Uh, I've got a really good sob story, which is that I had cancer and I had to survive cancer. And he's like just talking about it so casually like this is this is how I'm going to win over the jury is I'm not afraid to throw my sob story at them when I get to the final two. <laughs> so, I thought that was really funny. too. Hey, Ben, <laughs> if you got it, flaunt it. <laughs> Never shake. heard that. Never heard that said about cancer before. But wow, Ben, <laughs> shake what your mama gave you. Am I right? <laughs> Did his mama give that? To I don't know. Who's I genetic? Don't think, I don't think that's a. <laughs> I don't think that's how it works. <laughs> hey, I think uh, it's, I think it's good. He's thinking that way. I think it's good. Totally. And uh, yeah, if look, if he can survive cancer, you. Survivor is nothing, and we've learned that from Ethan Zahn, yes. obviously, in previous seasons. I I like his odds in terms of the survival aspect, certainly. Yeah, yeah. Let's get to um, Drea Wheeler. I am Drea Wheeler. I am a fitness trainer slash fitness business owner, and grew up in San Antonio, but I live in Montreal now. I feel like my life has been like a survivor boot camp. Growing up in San Antonio, we basically lived organized sports. My middle school was sponsored by Nike. Like that's how intense we were, you know what I mean? So I am athletic and I think that my experience in the fitness game has prepared me for this. Not just being an athlete, but also as an owner of a fitness business because I had to learn how to strategically be one step ahead of my competitors. It feels surreal that I'm here and my toes are in the it's weird like it's bizarre but as a super fan i want that like song as i find the idol and i put it on and then i take it away that's what i want as a super fan i like that yo what's up with the middle school being sponsored by nike that's crazy what that's a different we've talked about the the harvard pipeline this is like the uh professional sports pipeline school is what it must be because <laughs> it sounds intense i've heard that nike does like to invest in young children so that is something that i have heard of before wild particularly yeah. in foreign countries i think they like to employ young children in certain <laughs> in certain situations <laughs> Uh, look, I think she's going to be a challenge beast, uh, obviously, based on what we're seeing here. Um, and that seems to be 
her identity in this game because that's mostly what we heard from that interview no yeah that's awesome she seems super like into that but she also says she's a super fan so that's good yeah she should have that savvy she seems uh driven she said that she was an all-american track runner which is super cool i like her i think she seems to have that dedication she's a business owner she has that savvy uh if people are smart they will get her out before the merge if people are smart you don't want uh, someone who is that physical going into these individual challenges in the merge she says she's a kelly wentworth fan okay here we go Love Kelly. Yes. She says she can be the sole survivor because she believes her personality, physical strength, and ability to manipulate people to do what she wants will get her to the final. I am able to see where my different personalities fit in my life and utilize them when it fits. Interesting. Does she have multiple personalities? I think she has multiple personalities. Disassociative identity disorder is what it's called. <laughs> this is good. This is <laughs> this is the phase of our podcast where we start diagnosing people. This, <laughs> this is really good. This is this is what we've started to do. This is what's needed is uh is a someone who can be five different people and you don't know <laughs> that way each character that they are slipping into uh is making different alliances with different people and guess what who do you vote out whose name do you write down so at the end of the day so jeff has been teasing that survivor has become a monster is this who he's talking about <laughs> that they, <laughs> that they brought ha- a true sociopath into the game someone who- one of her personalities is a serial killer, killer. <laughs> yes <laughs> well at least one we don't know which one but one of them maybe two. one of them is a truck driver one of them is the queen of England. One is a baby. <laughs> You're going to have to feed the baby their meals. <laughs> Change their diapers. Man, we should be a survivor. we get the best contestants. <laughs> yeah, we would. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think, uh, oh. I think, I think we've about covered Drea. Yeah really appropriately she would love this oh yeah, um of course <laughs> let's get What's high in here okay oh, ready for high? Shit, dude. oh dude, we're gonna get high dude <laughs> you're going with this <laughs> yeah why not <laughs> my name is high and i am a data scientist so i like to say that i can read the room better than i can read a book and i think that's going to take me far in the game growing up i was a latchkey kid meaning that i would let myself into the house after school every day and as a result i was raised pretty much in front of a television and survivor was at the forefront of my childhood yule was an idol to me growing up because yule showed that asian men can be confident successful and sexy and watching that as like a 12 year old was empowering so life prepared me for survivor having the world come at you given all of these traits that make me undesirable gay poor asian what have you when you get up every day even though the world tells you you shouldn't it makes you resilient so i'm looking forward to this it's been 20 years of the making wow i love high already i love him <laughs> i love everything that he has to say and i think he has like this great very likable personality which mm-hmm. will carry him very far but i i wasn't given a lot of information from this this little bit as to, to his gameplay to give a great assessment 
Not that you can really give a truly great. No, yes, you can. We, we've been giving five star assessments. But <laughs> I do really quite like what he had to say, and I and I do, and I'm getting really great vibes. But like, you oh, know, we great vibes! Like, yeah, his know. social game is going to be awesome. I, I love that. Like, he says, "I'm prepared for Survivor because I've watched it on TV my whole life." I love that. <laughs> that uh, I do agree. Yule is sexy. That is something that I very much. <laughs> Who agree doesn't? With. I watched Who that doesn't? season. I was like, "Damn, who's the sexy man?" <laughs> And Anyone watched, has who 40. has Yule as one of their favorite survivors, I'm all on board with because I'm yes. a big Yule fan. Big Yule fan. Uh, what are some of his pet peeves? I want to. I want to know that. I hate judgmental people. That's not a pet peeve. <laughs> That's not. No, it doesn't count. Um, no, he just doesn't like. Oh, here's one. I hate when people wear shoes in my house. Oh, that, that is a pet peeve. The rest of them are just like I don't like mean people, which is yeah, like that's not a pet peeve. Do you think it's going to be a problem for him on the when they're like in the camp and he's like, take your shoes off? <laughs> yeah, that's what he's going to get voted off the island for that reason. <laughs> There's so much sand in my bed. Uh, when he's asked why he can be the sole survivor, he says he believes he's a well-rounded individual with great logical sense, a strong ability to read social situations, amazing speaking abilities, and a strong desire to better my family's lives. Hmm. There's no alternative besides coming home with a million-dollar check. Interesting. I guess uh, the thing that sticks out to me is the just the way he talks about the ability to read the room and yeah, that uh, he he sort of touts his uh, I guess what would it be like an intuition or a, a, yes. like he's got good reads on people. I think those are great survivor skills to have. Um, I'd be interested to know more strategy though. Give us give us more well, strategy. CBS. He does say. Uh, when they ask him whose game would most be like, he says, I want to say poverty, but I'm not that hot nor charming. <laughs> he says, I will realistically be similar to Aubrey. I'm not sure if you want to, after seeing three times of Aubrey, I'm not sure you necessarily <laughs> want to do that. Well, God, I love Aubrey though. I do. You do, but never took on the crown. No. But she is one of the best to have never won, I will say. I guess. I think she she is. Yeah, I think she is. (laughs) Alex Lake in the chat from The Circle. (laughs) You said, uh, maybe I'll watch and then not watch. Okay, well, I think you should watch, Alex. Uh, Survivor is ten times more strategic than The Circle. Trust me. Trust me. Right, Max? Trust us. Um, but I, yeah, I'm getting good vibes from high. Uh, yeah, me too. I love him. I think he's, uh, got good energy. I think he's going to be good on the show. The vibes are good. Yeah. Let's hear from Jackson Fox. All right. My name is Jackson Fox. I grew up in Pasadena, Texas, and I am a hospital transporter. Survivor makes you feel like anything is possible. I think you go in as one person, but you leave a completely different person. I think it makes you a better person. Life experience that has prepared me for this is learning how to be on my own after I came out. I'm a transgendered man. 
And I think if you can go through the process of pretty much revitalizing your entire life and bearing it all, I think you can go on Survivor and bear it all as well. I want that to be a part of who I am because it made me who I am. I think they're gonna underestimate me at first, but once they get to know me, I'm gonna win people over slowly but surely. I get along with a tree stump. So I think the Southern charm will win over. And I know it sounds bizarre. I wanna play honorable. I want people to say, I treated people with respect. But at the same time, I wanna be able to go through a really big blind side. Hopefully it's not on you, but you want to see one. Well, I like Jackson. Yes. Uh, before we get to that, we did, we did get this comment from Maya. Um, I've never watched Survivor, but I like you guys, so listen to this podcast. That is true, guys. You don't you don't have to watch Survivor. Just listen to this podcast. That's Maya's right. right. <laughs> you just you don't need to watch the show. You need to watch this podcast. You need to listen to this podcast. It's very important. Please. Yes. Yes. Indeed. I so I like Jackson a lot. Uh, Jackson seems like he's got really good energy going into this as well. Good common well, sense here. Honor, mm -hmm. honorability. Uh, no, I don't know if that's a word. My only uh, question is, what was what's a hospital transporter? I think it's like um, maybe like do, doing a, like like an ambulance between hospitals, maybe or I that see. type of thing, or just mm. dr right, driving an amp. Or like, or like moving people from one hospital to another. Yeah, that, mm, that type of thing. Gotcha. Is my assumption. I had never heard of that career before. Um, I like his idea. I did like the the quote. I could get along with the tree stump. There I are love that, yeah. a lot of tree stumps out in Fiji. He's so going to have a lot of alliances. A lot of alliances. Yeah, he's going to be protected by <laughs> uh, by all these trees. Definitely. <laughs> um, I think that one thing that I like is that he says he wants to be honorable, but he also wants to take part in in blind sides, which is good because it's like you do want to have friends and have people like you, but you need to be willing to screw people over. So yeah. both are very important, but you can't be a total scoundrel because people have to like you unless you're sitting next to somebody very unlikable. So you need to figure both out. And I think Jackson knows what's up and Jackson, good vibes, good vibes. I'm feeling good about Jackson. Yeah, I am too. I definitely, uh, I don't think he's the kind of guy that could go out in the first few weeks. Uh, he just strikes me as someone that would find his way into uh, a, a, a bigger group alliance. I think. Yes. He he did say that Survivor makes you a better person. You know, I think uh, or like uh, like helps you and stuff. I mean, I, I, I we we've seen Survivor people come out of it and and it it like totally just messes with their minds or they just come out and they're equally as shitty as they are when they come out of it. I got to disagree with this one. Some people come out of Survivor and they like never get over the fact that they lost. <laughs> Look at Russell Hans. He'll never get over it. It is reality TV. It is. Yeah. Uh, 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 some people go into Survivor like look like searching for something, you know? Yeah. They're like, this is going to be this life changing. I'm like, guys, it's a game for a million dollars and it's a reality TV. It has show. some change. It has changed people for the better, but they know it has they're called, it, Max. They're called the winners. Yeah. <laughs> and it can, I, I think it no, can I'm be joking. A, I think it can be a good experience. I think it can be, but I don't think you should definitively say, and I, and I don't think it's a very good idea to be like, 
this will be the thing that changes my life. I'm investing everything in this. You right. know, I, I right. think it's a very dangerous thing to do on a reality TV show. Yeah, well, very dangerous. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if I'd go that far, but yeah. For, for, <laughs> dude, the, the way that some people come out of this show, they do not. <laughs> they do not come out well. The uh, they, they, they 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 seem a little uh, mentally distraught from coming out of this show. They don't look good. Well, I think Jackson can handle it. I, I think, think Jackson. I think can. Jackson's gonna gonna come out unscathed. That's what I. Yes, think. I just don't agree with the overall statement of it okay. makes you a better a better person, <laughs> and it's like a good thing. I don't agree with it. It's untrue. It's false. Let's hear from Jenny though. What's Jenny good? Kim. I'm Jenny. I'm a designer. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, born and raised by parents who immigrated from South Korea. I like to say that my mom was the original tiger mom. <laughs> really tough on me, you know, bring home a 99 on a test. What happened to the other two points? I'm like, mom, it's still an A plus. Doesn't matter. It needs to be perfect. I was really pushed to do the best, to be the best. So I think the most challenging part for me in this game will be that I'm not going to be the best at everything. But that's why I'm here, is to be comfortably uncomfortable. And my strategy is to pull back a little bit and, and see what and when the right time is to strike. I love when you surprise Jeff and he goes, wow. <laughs> I, I want to get a wow reaction out of him. <laughs> okay, so the the schools that she went to when she was a kid, they graded out of 101. <laughs> yeah, maybe her mom uh, had the right to be hard on her because she didn't understand that tests were out of 100. <laughs> Your mom was just trying to help you. Okay, tests are out of 100. <laughs> And you thought they were out of 101, Jenny. We're just trying to help you here. I am looking forward to all the scenes where she jumps out of a bush and scares Jeff. And he goes, whoa! You know, those are going to be fun. Does she know that this is... So is she not hoping for a million dollars and she's just here to get validation for Jeff Probst? She's like, Jeff, yeah. wow. And then she's like, I quit the game. <laughs> I quit. I got a Goodbye. wow from Jeff. He's like, okay, wow, you quit. Yes, again, again. The the background noises on these interviews, by the way, are so like distracting. It's like guys going, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on back there on this clearly resort beach that they're filming all these things? <laughs> oh, she says she can be the sole survivor because she has. <laughs> A high EQ. Have you heard of this before? Is that like emotional intelligence? <laughs> yes. Interesting. Okay. I've, I've been heard of this before. Um, and what's the, that, does that go through Harvard or is that yeah. a different <laughs> you pipeline? You have to take a huh? test. Is that like, is this like a, is there a Mensa for emotional intelligence now? Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's graded on a scale to 101. Uh, and <laughs> she's 101. <laughs> no, I do think emo well, like obviously emotional intelligence is important in this game. Uh very important. So yeah. But I've never heard EQ before ever. I've literally never heard that's the first time I've ever heard that. 
<laughs> well, you know, she makes up uh, testing scores, so she could be making up EQ too. She's a, pion- <laughs> she's a pioneer. Jenny. She is a pioneer. Yep. Um, <laughs> you know, um, I don't know what to think about Jenny. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure either. She's got w- focuses on weird things, uh, <laughs> but I think she's gonna be. I think she she's gonna be a good character. I love her. <laughs> it's really fun already. <laughs> you know, normally when people say that they're like empaths, I kind of roll my eyes and and have to say no, I'm I'm not into it. But she's not saying she's an empath. She's saying she has a high EQ, EQ, yes, which emotional intelligence, which cracks me up. So I'm into it. <laughs> I think emotional intelligence is a thing, though. It is yes. a thing. But you EQ, know, I've never but heard EQ, that. EQ, apparently, uh, we're going to get all these, all these messages of know. people being like, I, I was the EQ board of my... Okay, let's hear from Jonathan. Let's do it. Who, who I, who's like the, the, the Aussie of the bunch. My name is Jonathan Young and I own a beach rental business in Gulf Shores, Alabama. This is something for 14 years I've been planning on. I've basically trained for this moment. I spearfish almost daily, and I will contribute a lot in the challenges. I want to win more immunity challenges than anyone ever has. The first impression everybody's getting is going, look at this big guy. I wonder what he can do. But I don't believe that my size is the come-all, be-all. I'm not going to approach this game as a big guy. That's not my identity. My beach service life is I want to serve you. That's how I make my money. So with my tribe, what I want to do is serve. I'm going to be leader servant. So if we have a stew, and this is me in the game, I'd get a little southern hospitality, a little strength, a lot of service to my team, and I'd mix it all up, baby. (laughs) This is very old school mentality extremely old school mentality this is like i'm listening to rupert on uh on pearl islands right now sort of <laughs> but um he gets a stew and he mixes it all up baby yeah i like how you they have to have somebody from alabama too there's an alabama pipeline straight to survive <laughs> yes there well, they to love be. alabama they <laughs> love must be a large survivor viewing contingency in alabama all of alabama must watch football and survivor yes see that roll tide and and the tribe has spoken Yes, Big Brother has something similar with Arkansas for some reason. There's a yes. lot of people from Arkansas and Texas a- and Texas A and M. Yes, Texas A and M and Arkansas. Yes, yes, very interesting. That must be where the recruiters they live in certain places. Yeah, <laughs> the recruiter definitely lives in Brooklyn. Do you know re- that? <laughs> yeah. Do you know that uh, Jonathan Young broke the Guinness World Record for most pull-ups with 100 pounds on his back? Cool. And that he can sing an amazing rendition of The Little Mermaid's Part of Your World. This is all from his bio. Wow. Okay. I did. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and that his hero is Lex Luger. He is a man of God. His Who's physical Lex and spiritual mentor. I've heard of Lex Luthor. Yeah. I don't know who Lex Luger is. Huh. He's a um, uh, he's a professional wrestler, television oh. producer, bodybuilder, and football player. Okay, Interesting. okay, interesting. 
Um, look, I'm just I'm gonna say what we're all thinking. I think uh, winner think it, pick. No, <laughs> I'm, I was gonna say first out. I think he's, <laughs> I think he might be what he's you think definitely first out. They're gonna want him for challenges. I don't know. He's this guy. Just I can't. If this is his mentality, is winning challenges and spear fishing. I can't see him getting into an alliance that easily or quickly. And I can see him being on the outs very, very quickly. This is not old school survivor. Like nobody's looking for this huge beefed up strength. Nobody's looking for, for like the fishermen anymore to keep them uh, fed. Like that's a very old school mentality. I think he's strong enough that he'll, he'll last like a little bit, but I don't know if he'll make merge. Yeah. I think we can both agree. He's definitely not making, but I don't think he'll be first out. I think I think they'll be like, yeah, we want to win some challenges. We'll we'll keep them burning. Well, I'm going to make you choose a first out pick at some point. So okay, when we do our uh, winner pick, we'll choose our first out. Yes, pick. yes, yes. All right. So is that enough of Jonathan? I think he will be a character. It'll be interesting. I I wonder if you know when people want to assume the leadership role, sometimes that can be uh very welcomed but other times it can be really off-putting to people as well especially if there's other big personalities in the it's group. not a good so, idea to pick a leadership role it's normally about and especially in modern survivors it's well and there's a rare season here or there where people want it but in this in modern survivor you're right it's like very rare and i yeah. wouldn't i wouldn't if you end up having role. it it is good but if you assume it it's bad yes I think if he takes his mentality of being a servant uh, into his actual gameplay of I'm here to serve you in terms of the game, I'm a vote for you, then I think he could go really far in this game if that translates to his gameplay. Yeah, I don't not, think that's going to happen. But I'm just saying that's what I, he's... I, I don't think I want to win more immunities <laughs> than anyone ever is always like the best <laughs> strategy. Uh, it would be cool. I mean, I it didn't do well. It kind of be a boring season if somebody just won every immunity. So I kind of hope that doesn't happen. I mean, so, look at Joe Anglum. Like he... It, like oh every, what an all i love that guy <laughs> ev, no but i'm saying Our everybody guess. wanted to vote him out every single week yeah it's uh, like not good but they couldn't because he was winning but of course the one week where you don't you're by you're, yeah, you're by same with ozzy like once he established himself as a threat it's like forget it yeah people want you gone he should have bulked down lost some muscle mass before <laughs> came on the show. you gotta lose that muscle mass go to the big rascal training camp That's we have right. it here we will teach you how to bulk we'll teach down. you how to lay down on a couch yeah <laughs> and, uh, watch some love is blind on your laptop drink from a gold notes. goblet we will teach you <laughs> podcast with us all right <laughs> Let's go to Lindsay. Lindsay. I don't know how to say her last name, so we're just going gonna to go with this. My name is Lindsay Delasowicz. I'm a registered dietitian, and I'm from Asbury Park, New Jersey. This game has been on my mind forever. I always knew I was going to play. I've been doing competitive things my whole life. From 9 to 15, I played tackle football. Probably not many girls are going to say that. I'm a tough chick, and no one's going to really push me around or try to tell me what to do. Like, if I want to do something, I'm going to do it. Having that edge and being competitive, I feel like is gonna be super helpful. Stephanie LaGrosa from early, early seasons, she was the last person on her tribe and I really do relate to that. So I, I definitely feel a lot Stephanie. like her. Quitting's just not an option, but I think the hardest part for me is trying to get out of my head and just enjoying things because when you get stressed out, like you're not thinking clearly, you're not being strategic enough. And if I can just like be me, 
I think I'm going to do really well. So I just got to like chill out. That's my Jersey girl. But let me tell you, Jersey girls, they don't know how to chill out. And that's what we love about them. That's oh man. I was just going to say, this is team good TV's pick right here. Uh, <laughs> please go as far as possible. I don't see her chilling out. Do you? No. <laughs> In fact, she seems a little spicier than, uh, than Stephanie LaGrosa too. I think uh, she's going to be a better character than even Stephanie was. If, if she has the time uh, to show that. She has uh, some really fun favorite, ho- favorite hobbies. Co-ed flag football in the sand at bar A by the shore. I'm glad that she gave a shout out to bar A. Um, <laughs> interior decorating for the holidays. Any high intensity or adrenaline activities, snowboarding, paintballing, skydiving, wake surfing, etc. I just love interior decorating for the holidays thrown in there. That's awesome. I yeah. know. <laughs> she's, I think, the biggest character we've seen so far. Yeah, she's uh, awesome. She's going to be good TV, without a doubt. Uh, I, I, re- I really like her. And I, right away, when she started talking, I was like, oh, I'm getting Stephanie vibes. Like, the, totally. Yeah, like, she really, Stephanie she's got vibes. that thick Jersey accent. She's, like, really competitive and fiery. Uh, but, yeah, she's she's going to be fun to watch, I think. I don't yeah. know if I I don't know if I put her as my winner pick, but she's gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, uh, she says that she's a uh, she, she specifies that she's a registered dietitian. I would love if somebody came on and then said that they were an unregistered dietitian. <laughs> that would be fun. I want to like, like Teddy Mellencamp. Is that yes? Yeah, <laughs> I'm an unregistered dietitian. I'm legally required to say that. <laughs> Uh, oh, so she's going to be keeping everybody on diets out there is what I because <laughs> I'm a registered dietitian. Do not. None of you step off the plank for that. Those donuts. Nope. Don't you do too it. That's calories. too many calories. Only half a scoop of rice, guys. Half. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> we need more iron in our diets, everybody. Mm-hmm. We need to be catching fish. Come on. Ben, you know who got their start at the Stone Pony in Asbury Park, right? Who's that? I'll give you one guess. Tony Soprano. No, come on. Oh, what? Who? Was it Snooky? No, come on. <laughs> what? You think everybody knows everything about Jersey? What is going on? Uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> okay. That would have been a pretty easy guess. No, I don't know. You guys all have these weird heroes in Jersey. It's weird. Like I could have said that it, maybe it was the New Jersey Devil for all I knew. Jeez, like he's the New Jersey guy. <laughs> Is he? He's, he's number one. He's the boss. Okay, all right. He's number number one. one. It's hard to it's hard to keep up. Look, your wife even said Jesus Christ. What? No, ben, I, I'm just saying. Like Alex Lake, Bruce. All right, here we go. All right. You, guys are, you Jersey people are weird. You eat your disco fries and you <laughs> fucking change lanes like maniacs. It's called the Jersey slide, okay? I don't like it. <laughs> it frightens me. <laughs> you guys need to learn how to drive, okay? <laughs> uh, well, we, I will say, Jersey players, historically, in Survivor, very good. I our, mean, our winners at war season, the final three were all Jersey players. That's very true. So I, we, I guess maybe we have to say that her odds are good to go. That's far. true. That's true. <laughs> uh, Suri is from New Jersey as well. So, oh, is she really awesome. Yeah, yeah that's cool. 
Lydia. Let's hear from Lydia Meredith. Ooh, two first names. We like that. We I love, love we it. love I love two first names. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Lydia, and I'm an actor and a writer, but also a server and a bartender. Survivor has meant a lot to my family. Like, my parents have been watching, like, from the start, and of course, like, they are so scared and just so excited for me. Because, like, we always would watch it and be like, oh, I would do great in that challenge. Oh, I would do terrible. That and so now, like, I actually get to put that all to the test. <laughs> One of my main strategies is try to listen more than talk. I hope I am perceived just kind of as, like, the loving, fun little sister, you know, that, like, will gather all the knowledge that I possibly can and use that as my advantage in the game. <laughs> because even if it might not look like it, I am thinking at all times. My brain never shuts off. It's never over until it's over. And I 100% I will always keep fighting until I die, basically. <laughs> I'll take whatever Jeff throws at me. <laughs> well, we love a fellow comedy writer, Max, don't Another we? Another Mactor. They're always putting these Mactors, these model actors on this show. That's all <laughs> they ever do. God, it's recruit them to come on the show. To Max, you're an actor. What, how do you think she's going to fare this season? As I an actor. She's going to deceive everyone using the power of, of acting. acting technique. She's going to pull out the Meisner, the whatever, and deceive. <laughs> she's going to use the Meisner technique the on The power them. of deception <laughs> using the Meisner, the Meisner technique. She's going to use... Uda the Hagen, the tribe, Uda Hagen, Stanislavski. The tribe has spoken. The tribe has spoken. Spoken? Yeah, she's gonna. The do tribe that, has dude. spoken. Yeah, dude. She's gonna <laughs> use all the techniques she's ever learned from her tool belt. Just like seriously, please leave. <laughs> seriously, please, please leave. Please leave. Please leave. <laughs> she's just gonna have to please fucking. Leave. Dude, dude, you have to listen to this, though. What is the accomplishment you're most proud of? Dude, this blew my mind. Staying true to myself no matter their circumstance. Also, riding Mickey's fun wheel at Disneyland despite being afraid of Ferris wheels. This is a brave person. <laughs> They're ready for Survivor. This, she is ready for Survivor. <laughs> She's so ready. <laughs> I will say I do love under her favorite hobbies. It says going to the movies by myself. I respect that so. I like much. that too. You want to talk too. brave? That's also brave. You know, I love it. Big fan of that. I'm a big fan of doing that. Yeah, that was that was the majority of my life when I was single was going to movies by myself. <laughs> when I had movie pass, I would do that all the time. All yeah. the time. Oh my god, what a what a year that was when we all had movie pass. Oh yeah, I miss um, it. uh, but uh, yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see that she uh, <laughs> we'll we'll see what she do. Uh, you know, she's um, it's a very young cast, which is uh, interesting. She's twenty two. We have a few people who are in the same age range of like twenty four. We have one person who is nineteen. Being twenty two is usually on the younger side, and people who are this young don't usually fare that well. It's something that does concern me she wants to be kind of like the young funny maybe she can her sister vibe maybe she can act older though well you know maybe she brought a cane and she could <laughs> she should do that That's she right, should, exactly she should have brought she a costume but <laughs> she's saying that she won't and that is a great failure to not use everything in your tool belt <laughs> as an actor <laughs> no she seems she seems fun and funny um 
so socially, maybe I think she could do well. Uh, I don't know if we've heard enough on the the strategy and gameplay to really give an assessment there. I'm not getting winner vibes. She is not in my winner circle. Not Interesting. in the top five. Yeah. I'm, I'm leaning your way. But I think it's also because we didn't really hear a whole lot from her in terms of strategy. Yeah. So we'll she's see. not in there for me. Yeah. She's too young <laughs> and she's not bringing the cane. So you, you better get it. prepared. Jeff Probst is talking about bringing 16 year olds on the show, Max. So, well, I, I God, that would be so irresponsible. <laughs> <I know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you can drive, you can play Survivor. <laughs> I, says, I Alex like her though, charming. I do like her. Yeah, I, I quite like. She is charming, but will she win? No, she will not. <laughs> Let's hear from Mariah. My name is Mariah Sharon, and I'm a homeschool mom right now, but I'm a teacher. To actually be here, it's so surreal because when Survivor first started, I was newly a mother. And then six, seven years later, he's into it. Now it's our thing. We sit down and watch it. And so based on first impressions, I think my tribe will see me teacherly and motherly, which I am all of those things, but I don't have time for that. I expect everyone to be loyal to themselves, which is what I'm going to do somewhere in life and motherhood and wife like I've lost a passion or a fire or motivation or something and I don't, I don't know exactly what that thing is but there's a piece of Mariah out here somewhere that I need back renewed and restored and ready to apply to the rest of, of life so I'm looking for me and I'm gonna find her I'm ready <laughs> see she's out here looking for her why isn't she out here looking for a million, a million fucking dollars? <laughs> there is a cool mill out there. Yeah. Um, it's, she's, she's interesting. I don't, uh, I think people will like her on her tribe. Um, I'll be interested to see if she can get into the game right away though. Uh, the way she's talking, she wants to mother the tribe. It's like you, you want to be an alliance, uh, in an alliance with people that that uh, can carry you further in the game, you don't want to be mothering them. Uh, I I don't know if the priorities are right here. People don't like moms on Survivor. <laughs> it's true they don't like them. That's not true. Everybody loves Tina Wesson. Come on, everybody That's loves Suri Fields. Different. That's different. But 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 Suri doesn't act like a mom out there. She she acts differently. That she doesn't like kind of like true. mother. She acts That's different. True. Like people like fucking. And same with Tina. Dawn. You're right. Yeah. They, they, they didn't play like the mother stereotype. They always get like mad at moms, you know? Yeah. Like, it's like, it's mm -hmm. like not cool the way that like that moms have to play like against stereotype. That's on, true. On Survivor. Like you mm -hmm. can't act like a mom out there. Unfortunately, it's just the way that things have traditionally worked out there. Interesting. I don't yeah. agree with it. It's but we're in a new era. So maybe, we are in a new maybe era. Uh, she can change the game. Yes. Mm -hmm. Uh, but less looking for herself, more looking for hidden immunity idols and clues. Yes. Bottles to turn back time. That's what you should be looking for. Time that's turners. All, that's what we all need to be looking for. Right dragons. Now. Maybe there's dragons out there. I don't know. It's, it's a new era. It's going to be dragons. It's a new era. If there's a dragon, you can like fly on it. Shit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. You think Jeff would throw that twist in there? Um, she's a baby. Her pet peeve <laughs> says when someone has a big old snuff 
Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus? No, she says Snuffleupagus. Okay. Sneeze and doesn't cover their nose. Oh my, and mean people. I think that first one is a is is valid, especially during the time yes. we live in uh, during a pandemic. I think that's yes. very valid. Uh, mean people is not a pet peeve. <laughs> no. <laughs> my, you know what? You know what my pet peeve is? People not knowing what a pet peeve is. That is a big pet peeve of mine. That's not a pet peeve, Max. Yeah, that is a pet peeve. <laughs> God. <laughs> my pet peeve is people who get like so upset over pet peeves. It's like that's my pet peeve. That's a pet peeve. <laughs> um, her greatest asset is her emotional intelligence and ability to accurately read people. Um, Does she have a high EQ? Well, that's what I was going to bring up. We don't know if she has a high EQ or not, so I can't accurately assess the situation. So this yeah. is very. We difficult. need a number. We, we need mean. a number, please. Um, she says her game will be very easy to argue at the final three. I believe being likable and smart slash savvy pays off in the end. It secures the vote. Okay, so this is looking good. I'm feeling yeah. better about it now. She's more, you know, in in the bio, she's looking better, especially with the snuffleupagus thing. But it's snuffleupagus, so hopefully that was just a typo and thing. <laughs> she knows that it's snuffleupagus. Uh, yeah, I don't. I'm kind of up in the air on her. I don't know how she's going to fare this season. Yeah, I don't know. I can't say. We'll need to see in yes. the game. We can't, uh, you know, we can't predict this one like we did the other so accurately. Let's move on to Marianne. All right. My name is Marianne, and right now I'm a student and also a retail worker in Ajax, Ontario, Canada. I think my strongest asset in the game is going to be my social skills. Making those bonds, I feel, would be like a very easy thing. On the other hand, I think that the hardest thing for me to do will be to break those bonds. So like what will happen is my head's like, hey, Marianne, like watch out. Like, you know, this is wrong. But my heart's like, no, I have to see the best in the person. I have to do this. And when I told my mom I was interested in Survivor, she was so confused. We're all first generation immigrants. And I just remember my mom being like, Marianne, why are you trying to go to Survivor? If you want to be a Survivor, let me take you to my village. I'll show you how to make fire. I'll show you how to cook. <laughs> so she didn't really get it at first, but so many people want to play this game. And I'm one of the lucky few who have the opportunity to do it. I'm just honestly just super excited and thankful. And like, I got to make it to the end. Like, I'm so excited. Oh, my goodness. I love her bubbly energy. <laughs> yeah, good, good vibes. Oh, yeah. Just fun. She's very cute. Yeah, I like her a lot. I think she's going to be really well liked out there. I love that her mom was like, you want me to show you how to make fire? Like, I'll do it. It's like, yes, actually, do show me before I go out there how to make fire. <laughs> so she's, a, she's a seminary student. <laughs> okay. Interesting. So, does that mean she's studying to be a, what does that mean? Like a minister? Like a, a minister? A priest? Yeah, uh, priest, rabbi, or minister. minister. Yes, yes, yes. That's, yes. That's, that's what that means, I wonder. And she's Canadian. Watch out. The last winner was Canadian. That's we right. They're protect, on a roll right We must protect our American game from these, <laughs> from these invading forces. We got to protect it. We have to protect the game. Our first, beautiful first game. First they steal curling from us. Then they steal hockey. And, and what's next? Survivor? <laughs> unacceptable unacceptable. Uh, no i love i love uh i love having the canadians in here 
I love it. The more, the merrier. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm feeling good about it. She says she wants to play like Davy. Davy was someone who had loyalty to many people, had a strong core alliance, and was social. Not only that, but he was able to find idols and win challenges and play idols to correctly further his game. There you go. And she also likes that he had fun, no matter if he was on top or the bottom. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Davey, Davey, you know, he, he could have inframed his game, but you know, I think Davey did have a good time and did have some good strategies. So I, I sure. It's a good thing. I think playing yeah. like Davey, you know, was a good thing. And Davey was very well liked. So he was. Yep. Yeah. And I think she's going to be well liked too. She's just got that personality. Yeah. You know? I think she could, I think she's going to go far in this game. I really do. She's definitely making the merge. Yeah, I'm feeling that. I'm feeling that. Yep. Only, but I mean, you know, unless she gets fucked by a twist, you know, like you you turned the ship wheel a little too far. No, there's no you, variables you fall, here. You Our fall into a sand injured. trap. You fall into the sand trap, and then you get voted out. You know, there's quicksand. There are no variables here. Our predictions are 100 per 101 percent accurate, Max. You're true. You're true. I forgot about that. Um, let's get to. Mike. The bald man of the season. Another Jersey boy. Jersey boy, Mike Turner, the Tony of the season. <laughs> Hi, my name is Mike Turner. I'm a retired firefighter, and I was born and raised in Hoboken, New Jersey. I got hired in January of 1985. I was a young buck coming on the job, rose to the rank of lieutenant, then captain, and then finally battalion chief. My career as a firefighter has totally prepared me for a game like Survivor because Everybody says they'd run into a burning building and pull a person out. But you don't know what you're going to do until you're in that moment. So hopefully I'm prepared to adapt to different situations. I think mm. the most difficult part is probably going to be me talking in a way where nobody hears me. Because I talk loud, call it the Hoboken Whisper. So hopefully nobody hears they're getting blindsided. Otherwise you can see Mike Turner's name written on that parchment a few times. But I will be the hardest worker out there. I don't quit. Let's face it, I have that fierce, angry look. It's totally opposite of what I am. So my job is to diffuse that look right away. Hopefully people accept me for who I am, not what I look like. No book is ever exactly like the cover. I love Hoboken, Hoboken Whisper. This is what I'm talking about with you fucking Jersey people. You're you're always making up these dumb We're fucking so phrases. Loud. <laughs> I feel it. I'm loud. <laughs> That's yes, you are. You've never been described just, as quiet. You just call sure. it being obnoxious. I've never heard the Hoboken <laughs> whisper. You heard it now. That's because you're not from Hoboken. I'm not, specifically. I'm not from Hoboken. See, it's so very similar to Tony. Tony's from Jersey City and other yeah. and, and other place on the Hudson, and he's a blue collar worker. So we need. They were like, yeah. "Oh, this guy's just like Tony. He's bald. He's a blue collar worker. And it's the same thing." It's the firefighter, cops, same people. Oh, we got to cast him. But this we've guy had seems some, awesome. We've had some good ones. Tom Westman, firefighter from Brooklyn. Uh, yeah. Great game player. Uh, I loved that. What he said about being adaptable. What he said about, you know, you don't, uh, when you run into a building that's on fire, you don't know what's coming. You got to be flexible. You got to be adaptable. And survivors just like that. I, I think. That's a very good read on the game, and I, I, I really like that. I think he's he could do well this season. Well, really this could. is this is good if the if the shelter goes on fire like it, like <laughs> like yeah. it did in that one season, then he can run in and save save things. You know, right? Yeah, 
Exactly. I'm also uh, there's also you know, a lot of statistics showing that bald people are really good at finding idols. Is that true? So That's funny. Will, we'll just think about it. Russell, um, I guess. Yeah. Russell, he... Tony, Ty was really good at finding idols. Yeah, bald people are very weird. good at finding idols. Uh, wh- what's his name? Um, was it Joe, the guy that called himself Bodega Tony? He found right. an idol, yeah, yeah, I yeah. believe. Like. Bald people are statistically very good at finding idols. So So you got to shave your head if you go out. I bet you this guy will find at least one idol or some kind of clue. The odds say he will. This guy is ready to play, and that is good. You have to be ready to play. He's ready to do blindsides, and I think that he's like... I think him saying, like, I look mean, but, like, I'm actually nice. I think catching people off guard by actually being nice will, will make people quite like him. Yeah. Because kind of being disarming makes people like you more. He's absolutely going to be on Team Good TV, 100%. I just think people are going to like him, and I think that yeah. he's he's a little bit older at 58, but I think that he'll be able to contribute and be good at challenges because he's fit. And I'm feeling good about him going pretty far. Yeah, I am too. Yep. I'm Unless, feeling... unle- like, uh, barring some, some weird thing that happens, twist, whatever, I think he's definitely making the merge. I think he could yeah. get deep in this game. Yeah. I, I, I just, he just seems pretty, pretty sad. And he's from New Jersey and they have a good track record. So we have <laughs> yes, to, of course, <laughs> we have to feel good about people. From His New problem Jersey. is what, like we said, it's going to be the fires. If he comes into tribal council and he sees all the torches and he's <laughs> trying to be stuffing them, stuffing every torch to make sure it's safe. Like, well, he, he might snuff his own torch, which yeah, will, that that's could be the, his demise. That's a self, that's a self eviction. Yeah. He, he may have, uh, yeah. That, that's going to be trouble for him. I know eviction is a big brother term. I just self the self uh, spoke out. I don't know how to Vote, say it. Self voting. Vote out. Yes. It's kind of hard to. <laughs> All right. Whatever. All right. Who's next? Okay. Uh, Omar. Oh, this Omar. is this is a really good one. And listen till the end. This is really good. <laughs> My name is Omar Zahir, and I'm an exotic animal veterinarian. A veterinarian, they never know what to expect because you're always working with different types of animals, especially within the exotic field, because you could come in one day and see a tiny 18-gram canary with a broken leg that you have to like use your micro tools, or the next day you could have your arm shoved up a rhino's butt. It's all about not panicking, staying calm. You never know what to expect. And that's just like Survivor. I'm going to treat these people like, oh, you're a guinea pig, you're a rabbit, you're a bird, you're a snake, and try to suss out who they are. I'll be moldable because you have to meet the pressures around you. Otherwise, you'll go extinct. But I always have my eye on the prize. I want them to see me as someone kind of stupid, you know, a very simple animal, like maybe like a pigeon that doesn't really know what's going on. It's just there to have fun. But really, I want to be like a predatory bird that'll strike them when they least suspect. (laughs) The sound effect. Oh my god, this what is, is it really with veterinarians, true. Max? We just covered Love is Blind, and there was a veterinarian on that show, Shake, who, who treated just, women like animals. He just oh. does it that all he thinks about, he just looks at people, and all he can see is dolphin, uh, giraffe, uh, dog. This is good on Survivor. Definitely don't view your trimates as people, think about them as rhinos whose hand you have to stick up their butt. That is a very good way. To view everything. I mean, I've heard of contestants that are puppeteering, but this is just ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my 
god. The good what? news is is that if there's any sick sharks on the beach, instead of killing it and eating it for meat, he's gonna uh, stick his hand in there and figure it out and make this shark healthy again. You know, because he's exotic vet. <laughs> he has some really funny pet peeves that I want to read. Yeah, do it. <laughs> okay. People who complain about the cost of vet care. Of course, that's your fucking pet peeve. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Rudeness. Feeding seeds to pet to parrots. Jim Grunters. <laughs> Joey from Friends. The fact that mini wheats have gelatin. When people talk bad about pigeons and institutional racism. <laughs> I like that he caps it off with institutional racism. I don't think institutional racism is a pet peeve. I think it's just a, a thing that's really bad. I don't know if that's a pet Feed, peeve. Feeding seeds to parrots is really interesting to me. I didn't know that that... I'm oh, not a I hate when people complain about the cost of vet care. What a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> just shut up and pay me thousands of dollars for doing one x-ray. Please. Although it's not friends, it's Joey from friends is my pet yeah, peeve. Specifically, I, hate I think Joey. that is a pet peeve. That's yes. a good one. My wife says vet care is too expensive, though. I wholeheartedly agree. How if could you say that? If you're thinking about getting a dog, folks, just be prepared to spend thousands of dollars a year on vet care. Okay. What is uh I, I'm loving this guy. Um I'm yeah. not, I don't, I I am flummoxed, I must say, by this man. <laughs> I'm getting Dr. Mike vibes, but on <laughs> the veterinary yeah. side. I think he could be a pre-merged boot, uh, especially especially if he's like petting some of the other contestants, <laughs> especially if he's trying to play fetch with them or give them baths. Uh, I just think <laughs> I just think he's not going to last too long if that's the case, you know. <laughs> oh my god, that was why. I think so... he's going to be a star that shines so bright that he goes out too quick That's or what I think. he'll last for a while but he'll be so goofy that nobody will take him seriously could be yeah all a dr mike either way i think it's he's on team good tv oh definitely he says through described him are silly empathetic and shameless and that is what i uh got from that yeah that's a he's self-aware then too he's <laughs> yes he's um, a pigeon lover too i like that but... yeah i mean uh, I am not, but yeah. I appreciate that he is. Someone has to love pigeons, I guess. Somebody's got to do it. In New York, they're just we just consider them flying rats mostly. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I just don't get why he's so? <laughs> he even wants to be viewed as a pigeon in the game. <laughs> okay, so Omar, uh, he's Team Good TV. Great casting. This will be very interesting. Another and Canadian, Canadian though, another Canadian. So I can't yeah. endorse him. Well, <laughs> you're actively rooting against all the Canadians in the season. Dude, this is like, this is like the sort of Olympics <laughs> where you have to side with America. <laughs> uh Rocks Roy. Here we go. Rocks Roy. Rocks Roy. Great name. I all love right. this name. That's a that's a new name too that we haven't had. Are you sure? Yeah. yeah. Pretty kidding. sure. <laughs> we did have a Rocky. That's true. In Fiji, so that's the closest we got. 
My name is Roxroy Bailey. I grew up in Brooklyn, New York, and I'm a stay-at-home dad. Being a father is the toughest job in the world, but one of the things you learn right away is that you don't really matter anymore and that you must have patience. And patience is a virtue in this game. I hope to contribute by winning challenges, but also comfort. In terms of like having to fire, getting food and stuff like that, that sticks in people's minds. It's like, wait, hold on. I don't know if I really want to vote rocks off if he's catching two fish a day. I mean, I mean, this is a one in 18 shot of winning a million dollars. And as a black Jamaican American, okay, no one has given me those odds for such a life-changing event in my life. A lot of investment in just this little guy that grew up in Brooklyn. So I want Jeff to look at me and say, here, Rock, here's a million dollars. And I'll promptly go and walk over and give it to my wife. <laughs> well, I like him and I like his laugh, but no one's <laughs> yeah, he gonna, does have no a great laugh. No one's gonna care that you're feeding your tribe. No one's yeah, gonna care. Again, that's old school speak. What is uh Survivor yeah. four? No, it's forty-two. Yeah. It's a monster, Jeff says, not a non-monster. That's right. Yeah, I don't uh, I'm not getting vibes that this guy's gonna make it to the merge i'm I'm getting pre-merge boot vibes here i like him i like him too but i just i where's his head at here i don't he's talking about fishing what's going on <laughs> yeah what's going on you know he doesn't like drivers who don't use a turn signal. I agree. What the fuck is up with that? Pet yeah. peeve. The man knows the pet peeve. At so. least when you're doing the Jersey slide, you turn signal while you're doing it. Right? I do. And then yeah. you go across four lanes of traffic. <laughs> <laughs> you can't get mad, though, because you that's yes. what you were telling people. That's and then where you, you, were going. you flip off all the Pennsylvania drivers because <laughs> they don't know how to drive this they so should have slow. a special turn signal that's like for the jersey slide <laughs> that takes all the fun out of it <laughs> it's got to be completely unexpected the element and... of surprise yeah. as everyone as everyone comes to a halt and beeps at you and then they go <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? and then you flip them off because you're never wrong when you're driving and you're from New Jersey. <laughs> uh, Take a look at Romeo. Oh, Ooh, Romeo. Do you think Romeo's going to be a Romeo out there? Is he going to get into a showmance? Well, he has me feeling like Juliet right now because I'm <laughs> loving his story. You got to check yeah, this okay, out. Yeah, let's listen to him. I'm Romeo Escobar, 37, from Norwalk, California. I've been playing Survivor my entire life because I was born in Central America where sometimes we didn't have water, we didn't have electricity, and then when I moved to the States, it wasn't all that much better going up in South Central LA with gang violence, but I looked at it as an opportunity to grow. So I don't think the game of Survivor has ever seen anybody like me. I'm representing the Latino community, the immigrant community, the LGBT community, so I feel a huge weight on my shoulders, but I never fail in anything that I do. I'm a pageant coach and my job is to prepare women for the Olympics of beauty pageants Miss Universe. And what that entails is just taking this woman and molding her to be the best that she can be. And I'm going to take that same advice that I give to my students and bring it to the game of Survivor. Will we see him as a beauty pageant coach, kind of like working in the shadows and mm. and, and propping somebody up to be the queen? That's and then, an interesting point. And then slitting their throat at the last second and assuming the crown for himself. 
Do you think in the pageant world they call the beauty queens meat shields at all? I do like that assessment, Max. Uh, I could I could see that. I can get on board with that. I'm hoping that's what he'll do. He'll use his his beauty pageant stuff to like kind of like coach everyone and be like maybe a little the, Sandra the, game. Yeah, like be you know, or be like the Ricard to somebody's you know Shan and then mm-hmm. split them, but actually win. You know, but be I like want to let's let's talk about what he says of which past survivor will you play the most? Like he says, I don't think anyone has played a game like the one I will play. Wow, mm. but I do want to achieve great survivor historical moments like Sandra Sari, poverty, Rupert, and Rob. I want to be remembered. He wants to build the uh, the the shelter like Rupert did in the in, <laughs> in the hole and like on the beach. If he, he steals everybody's that. shoes, then he could be like Rupert. That is true. That's a quick, easy way to be like Rupert. Yes. Do you think he's going to come out wearing tie dye tank tops <laughs> and going? <"Arr>! Yeah, he. <laughs> I he... love Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, as a Miss Universe pageant coach, he thinks that's fashionable. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Maybe it's in again. I, we, <laughs> Rupert... <laughs> Rupert made it famous in the uh, early 2000s, but maybe he can bring it back. Romeo can. <laughs> he says he always finds a way to get what he wants. So let's see how it works. I think he seems cool, though. So I, I'm intrigued by this pageant coach angle. Uh, we've yeah. never seen a pageant coach on before. And Miss Universe is big. So this is a person who knows how he gets what he wants. The pageant pageants are cutthroat. Like this is this they is are. a cutthroat yeah. person. Like yeah, not, that's true. They're not fucking around in Miss Universe. Like that is that's bigger. Like like that seems serious shit. Yeah, I could see him getting into an alliance like on day one in the game. I, I really think, do. He's not fucking around. I'm feeling good about Romeo. Yeah, I think he's definitely makes the merge. Oh yeah, we've said that good. about too many people though. <laughs> I think we've have too many in our our post merge. We're gonna... We'll get to that. Uh, and I think everyone's going to make the merge. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> ben, they're all going to make the merge. They're all making it. <laughs> Who do we it's got? Season next? 42, everyone makes the merge. Everyone gets a million dollars. Let's hear from Swati. Um, she all went right. to Harvard. Can you believe it? Hello. I'm Swati. I'm 19. I'm from Palo Alto, California, and I'm a Harvard student, and I'm in the Army National Guard. My family is from India, so for me growing up, it was a lot of focus on education. So a lot of people were surprised when like, the person who like, was on all the science and math clubs joined the Army National Guard, but for me, it was really reflective of the values my family raised me with. And I feel like the basic combat training really did prepare me because my body still remembers like what starving and freezing from field exercises feels like. But I'm so beyond excited to be here. I don't think my brain fully understands what's happening. My strategy going into the game is sort of undefined, mostly because this is season 42. I know something crazy is going to happen, but for me, it makes sense to play it safe for the first few votes until I get a foothold. And then that's when I go crazy. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. I've been good about so. I mean, she went to Harvard, so she, you know, she's a shoe. Oh, but her, her, 
Her hero is Elon Musk. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Her hero is Elon Musk. That's what it says under who is your hero and why. Oh, oh man. Boy. God. Oh, Boom. Boom. All right. <laughs> Just 20 more years till we get that hyperloop, man. Well, she's 19. Be... She's 19. She's 19 years old. She's very young, which that makes me not feel very winter vibes. I just don't see how you're going you you have the the savviness and life experience to win Survivor at 19. And a lot of people aren't going to want to give a million dollars to a 19-year-old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't hear too much of her game strategy, it, except for saying that she's just going to stay out of the first few votes, which I don't know if that's like, I feel like that's like a scared strategy going in. You have to like, you got to build trust somehow. I mean, you Erica kind of did that though. She didn't really do anything. That's true, but we, we also, saw we didn't see anything. But she was that's what I was just like, gonna say is like I don't think that was I think that was the editor's fault. <laughs> but she said that she kind of just like wanted to like hang back and be at the bottom of a that's majority true. alliance. That's true. She, her goal was to be at the bottom of an alliance. She said the so. types of players I get really excited about are are ones that are are building trust through through making big moves with other players. Well, that's, that's what we get excited about. But does that yes. mean that it's the best? Uh, no, obviously it's different every season. It, it's obviously different every season, but that's, you know, I, I can't say I'm like super excited about, uh, her strategy. You are, you aren't. I am not. Yeah, I am not, not either. Kind of boring. She says she wants to be a cross between Victoria, uh, Biamonde and Chaos Cass. Huh. That is very boy. Uh, you, you don't hear Victoria's name thrown out a whole lot. Well, That's she said she liked her blind side of Aubrey as one of the most underappreciated moves ever. Mm. Okay. Um, but said she needed to take more control of her game, like Cass. I mean, I <laughs> if if she's gonna bring any bit of chaos like Cass, then then I'm all for it. Team Good TV. Let's see. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you want to be like Chaos Cast, do it. We'd love it. Please. One of the best characters in the history of the show. So by all means. It's a very interesting thing she's saying here. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm up in the air. It. I <laughs> can you hear him? I'm just going to say it. She's 19. Uh, she's not going to win. I'm going to say pre-merge boot. That's what yeah, I'm going to say. Pre-merge, even if she makes it, doesn't matter. 19, she's not yeah. going to win. Prove me wrong. Not going to win. Yep. Who we got? All now? right. We got two more. Let's get Tori. Tori. I like this one. I like this one. Let's check out Tori. My name is Tori Meehan from Tulsa, Oklahoma, and I'm out here living my dream come true, but it's also my family's dream. Every single Christmas, we have this tradition where we binge watch an entire season of Survivor that same day. Of course, Jesus is first, but Survivor and Jeff are close second. But I think the biggest obstacle I have is people's perception of me. Because when people first meet me, I always hear they're like, I thought you were gonna be like a mean girl or stuck up. But then I got to know you and you're actually super weird, which is true. Like I love Harry Potter. I played Muggle Quidditch. I was in marching band. I wrote a science fiction novella. And what do you know? I literally am trained in trust. So as a therapist, I've spent six plus years in school being trained with how to get someone to trust me. So I wanna be people's therapist on the island. I did not come here to be this nice pretty girl who is boring and does nothing like i came to strategize came to play cut throat crush dreams win that okay okay she is high energy high I'm energy feeling it i'm feeling <coughs> it there is nothing weirder 
than liking Harry Potter and being in marching band. She's so Total weirdo. Yeah. She's no, 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 but I did like then she she's like, actually I, like certifiable. They need to put her in a mental institution. No, yeah. but then she did say she wrote a science fiction novel and she played Quidditch. So I guess that is a little weird. So I'll, I will give eh, her that. It's not that weird. Not for a millennial. <laughs> well, I guess, I guess for somebody that thought that she was something else, they would think that that was a little weird. So I guess yeah. that I'll, I'll give her that. Look, uh, we have had therapist success before in Survivor. Denise. Uh, from... oh, a sex therapist. Yeah, she was a sex therapist. Uh, a therapist nonetheless, though. Uh, very good player. Very she, good player. So yeah, there, there is a track record there. for Trained therapists. in trust. Yes, that's interesting. Going that's back... a... Sorry, go ahead. Going back to the time of Dr. Freud, Dr. Freud uh, really uh, abused his patient's trust in him to get things from them. So maybe, you know, if, if Tori can re recreate that, uh, you can probably win a million dollars. I will say I'm looking at her favorite hobbies, uh, CrossFit, playing board games or card games, spending time with my family. I, uh, the board games, card games thing. I, I like that. She's a, she's a gamer. She, she probably, she likes strategy board games. I don't know, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's something here. Maybe there's something here. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them have actually mentioned playing board games. Like, it, oh, okay. Of, so yeah. If they want to talk about board games. That's like, maybe we'll get a board game Alliance. <laughs> we all yeah. love board games. Big Catan mm -hmm. fans on survivor. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. But I do like the therapist angle. You know, maybe she shouldn't mention that she's a therapist. Um, it's like when people don't want to say they're lawyers. I wouldn't say that you're a therapist. Mm, interesting. People don't like being psychoanalyzed. Well, that's not necessarily the case, because I do think that uh, sometimes if 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 you're a therapist, maybe people want to unload on you. That's they want true. To tell you everything. So so she, if she's a, a listening instead of talking, that can be a very powerful tool in this game. So she can she can like create a little like uh like like when the, like like when Lucy sets up the thing in peanuts for like the five cents therapy <laughs> sessions, she can create yeah. that like, in, right. like on the beach. Yeah, but give me idols instead. Yeah, yeah. for idols, I'll give you therapy. <laughs> give That'd me be fish. good. Fire fish, tokens. Fish for therapy. Yeah, fish, fire, fire token tokens, for... all that stuff. <laughs> no, maybe people will unload. I don't know. Probably not. But uh, yeah, she is very high energy. I don't know what to make of her, Max. I really I don't. I feel good about her. I think she'll do well. Really? I think she can harness that energy. Mm -hmm. She's a student of the game. She loves That's Survivor. The, th the therapist thing is, it does matter because if she's a big listener, then that, you know, she she can be high energy, but also uh, uh, not be the one talking all the time, and she can she can listen and and assess. She's so trained she in trust. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know. She's a big question mark for me. I like her. I'm not going to go ahead and, and give yet another uh, this person makes the merge. She's definitely have, making the merge. We yeah, have too many. They're all making the merge. And who is this? This is Adam from when is it? Oh, wait. No, this is somebody. <laughs> this is Adam Klein this is, from this is he went to okay. Stanford, basically an Ivy League school. Um, let's hear from Zach Wurtenberger. 
My name is Zach, I'm a student, and I'm from South Florida. Survivor is genuinely one of the most important things in my life. And Speech and Debate has prepared me so much for Survivor, which was one of my biggest things in high school, because it's not necessarily about the fact of the argument itself, as it is forming your argument for your judge or for your audience. Knowing the numbers, knowing when to split votes, that stuff just comes supernaturally. But I think that the hardest part is probably the physical, because I know that I'm skinny. So I'm just gonna have to prove myself where I can, which is balance puzzles. And every single second, I'm gonna be waiting to see where is my move. I don't think anyone's gonna be looking at me as like, oh, now that's the guy we gotta worry about. And I think they might be wrong. So I'm hoping I'm gonna be able to, to like sneak right through. Adam okay. Klein, Ryan Ulrich, we got the skinny uh, Cochran, we got the skinny smart boy archetype. The skinny, I call them the skinny Reddit kids. Like, <laughs> there's no way this guy isn't on r slash survivor every day. Yeah. <laughs> His pet peeve is people who don't tip. Yep, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Those people suck. Yep. He's a sketch. He's into sketch comedy writing. That's uh, Max and I have a background in that. That's, that's actually that's where good. we met. Yeah, <laughs> it was in a good. sketch writing class. So, <laughs> do you think that his uh, him knowing how to heighten uh, a game and the rules of three will will come through here on Survivor Max? Definitely, I think okay. it's what will yeah. carry him to the top. <laughs> now he talks about his skills in debate. Do you think that will help? Do you think he can debate himself to the top? Uh, if he uh, if he gets to the final three, then that might help him with the jury. What about like at tribal council? Do you think he can debate? Maybe, himself yeah. If we get if we get some live tribals, who I, knows? I I feel like live tribals like hardly ever actually happen. Well, I mean, they happen, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think the votes are like so set, and then like they kind of get mixed up, and they end up just like going back to the way the, vote, the, way the votes were like. Yeah, just because the person who knows they're being voted out is going and whispering in everybody's ears. Yeah, and then the everyone's like, change. "No, just, yeah. let's just vote him out." Right. <laughs> no, uh, he's a, the, I. This guy, he's um, he's gonna find an idol. He he might be the first to find an idol or an advantage in this but, game. People are on to the nerds now, though. People no, I are know. On to the nerds. He's like, people are going to be threatened by me. It's like, dude, people are on to you. He's going to be caught searching on day one, and then he will probably find something and spare himself a couple more days before he gets voted out. That's kind of where I'm <laughs> leaning towards with him right now. Maybe. But <laughs> he, he could also be good uh, if he's good at the puzzles, maybe. If he's actually good at the puzzles. Sure, sure. He, he just, seems like a super fan. He seems like a student of the game. Uh, look, he he could go as far as Adam. He could win the whole thing. I we don't really know. I don't. He but says, he's, I think he could be a wild card. He says one of his favorite hobbies is social strategy games. What kind of social strategy games is he playing? Maybe he's playing like a mafia online survivor or the mafia or, or one uh, midnight werewolf all the time. Midnight werewolf. Those, those types of games. Yeah. Okay. Marianne. Those are social strategy games. I guess. Just plays mafia. I love those types of games. I do too, but it They're just seems fun. like you play mafia all the time. <laughs> how, how often are you playing mafia? Maybe he's got a game night once a week. I don't know. You just always play mafia? It just seems like we could be boring after a while. Maybe. Yeah. There's other variations of that game, Max. I guess there's Secret Hitler and stuff. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. There's lots I mean, of I, I like those games a lot too, but eventually. 
<laughs> Gets I think they run their course. No, I think Zach's going to be really interesting on this show. I think uh, he could go far. He could he could win. He could I think lose. he could be first out. He could he could win the whole thing. You know what, Ben? I think it comes down to a 50-50 chance. He either wins or he doesn't win. 50-50 chance. <laughs> We're making some maybe too bold of predictions here. I don't know. You know. This is too bold. I think everyone has a 50-50 chance of either winning or not winning. I think that's my that's my bold uh, statistical claim. Yeah. Uh, other I'd say it's a I'd say it's an analysis one, like we do. I'd say it's a one out of 101 chance. That's what I would say. Whoa, yeah. that is mind blowing. How did you come up with those numbers? It's just it's science. It's it's also probably because of my high EQ that I came up with that. I don't know. Yeah, that is just emotional based uh, statistical <laughs> element. Your EQ is so high that it faces <laughs> your um your your MQ. Right. And that's your math qualification score. Math qualification. Yeah. <laughs> So that is everyone individually based. Now I have uh, over here, we are going to go to another um, little sheet that we have. Okay. Um, this is them separated into tribes. Yeah. Yeah. We have it um, separated. Now they're in... not doing any pickums or anything on the first step. These are already established ahead of time that these are their tribes. Yes. Right? The tribes okay. have been established. This is, uh, I got this from Reddit. It's from the user refill will. So thank you. Reddit user refill will. I believe he, he created this. Nice. So we have everybody in tribes. So first we have the Ica tribe. And this oh. consists of Roxroy, Romeo, Swati, Tori, Drea, and Zach. I'll this is it. the craziest tribe Just of all three. Let me repeat it then for the audio listeners. Yeah. Roxroy, Romeo, Swati, Tori, Drea, and Zach. It's an interesting dynamic we have here. This in is Ica a tribe. wild card tribe. Uh, as I'm seeing it, there's there's a lot of a lot of the people that I had big question marks for are in this particular tribe. This is going to be interesting. Hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, quite the interesting dynamic. Um, we do have two of the youngest people on this tribe. The two youngest. We have Swati and Zach. The two youngest people are on this tribe together. I can and then... see Swati and Zach getting along. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think who's the odd person out here? I think it might be Roxroy. Yeah, Roxroy is older. He's a dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's significantly older than everybody else. That could be a little bit different than everybody else, you know, because like mm-hmm. uh, everyone else is a little bit younger. I have no idea what's going to happen on this on this darn this tribe. This tribe is a wild card tribe. I'm telling you, they're, they're a wild card tribe. But yeah, I think that if anybody was going to be the first out of this tribe, I would yeah. say probably Roxroy. They are physical though. They are physical. They do have Drea, the challenge beast, uh, or what we assume will be the challenge beast. Yeah, but Rox- is, every, is, is everybody else physical? Roxroy is, isn't he? I think like enough. He looks buff. Yeah, he looks, he looks buff. like a big guy, unless he's like big in a, the other way. No, not he's not muscular like, big. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So th- that's what we I have. don't know. They could be good. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. We have the Taku tribe, which has Lindsay. Jackson, 
Marianne, Mariah, Jonathan, and Omar. Once again, the Taku tribe with Lindsay, uh, Jackson, Marianne, Mariah, Jonathan, and Omar. Interesting tribe dynamic we have here. I think this tribe could get along. I think they could too. I, I think they're they could be dominant in challenges. A as fun well. bunch we have going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like this tribe. You get Jonathan, you know, really doing stuff. I think Jackson seems pretty strong too. He likes weightlifting, and so does Jonathan. So they could be really doing the heavy lifting here. And who's who's the odd person out in this tribe? I'm I'm leaning towards Omar potentially. Uh, potentially, I think Marianne is a little bit younger than everybody else. But Omar yes. might be, it depends at how charming they find Omar's zaniness. Yes. Yes. It will either go a long way for him or he <laughs> might be the first one gone. We don't know. Uh, it depends how much Mariah, uh, uh, and then Mariah depends how much they like, uh, how much she acts like a mother and how much they like it. We just see yep. things, you know, like Reem, when they got so mad at Reem just because she was hanging up everyone's clothes. And yeah. people were like, why are you hanging up our clothes doing this nice thing for us? You know, they were like, yeah. why are you acting like a mom? And she was like, what? You know, it's just yeah. we see these things happen on Survivor. I don't agree with them, but these things happen, you know, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. it's just historically what has happened before. Yeah. Um. So, but that, uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. I guess so I think it will either be Mariana or uh, uh, Marianne or Omar out on there. Next, we have the Vati tribe, finally, with uh, Hi, Chanel, Jenny, Lydia, Daniel, and Mike. Once again, the Vati tribe with Hi, Chanel, Jenny, Lydia, Daniel, and Mike. Um, This is a fun tribe. Yeah, this will be a wacky tribe. Mm -hmm. yep. I think this is the wackiest. Yes. Because you have Jenny and Lydia and Daniel. And then Daniel and Mike. <laughs> you have and Mike, then you've got the business you have mogul, Mike dealing, Chanel. dealing with the wackos. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I could see, I could see high sort of taking control of this tribe a little bit. Yeah, definitely. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Odd one out. Um, I, I think it could be Jenny. Mm, could be, yeah. Because I don't think they're going to want to get rid of Mike because of the like strength. I um, could potentially see Lydia too. Lydia or Jenny. I kind of feel being the odd one out. Jenny's a lot younger than everybody else. A lot. Yeah. Um, or Lydia, you mean? Did I? What did I say? Uh, you said Jenny. I meant Lydia. Yeah, Lydia's yeah. Lydia's twenty two. The next youngest person is twenty nine. So. That just could be yep. the situation going on. Mm -hmm. So, I don't think get... any team is 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 particularly more physical than I another. Think Taku is. You think Taku's the most? I think because they have Jonathan and Jackson that they have a kind of That's stronger true. Yeah. advantage. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I could see that. Oh no! And 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 they have Lindsay, and she was the one that played like tackle football. Oh, that's right. Yes, beach tackle football. Yeah. So, I mean, outside like, of what was that bar? Do we want to plug that again? A bar A in yeah, Asbury okay. Park. Well, no, she, that was flag football, but she used to play tackle football. Okay. So, but she does like athletic things all the time. I just think that's like half the tribe is like, yeah, 
pretty active. Um, we don't really know about some of the other people, like how active they are. I mean, Swati's in like the National Guard or something on the other tribe, and they have That's Drea. True. Yeah. But it just seems that for any kind of like big power competition, I'm, I mean, my money is kind of on Taku for like the first challenge, you know? Interesting. I feel yeah. that Taku is safe. I could see Taku winning the first challenge. Yeah. No. Money is on Taku. Okay, so let's do the first out. Who... Who who money is on the first out overall, Ben? Who's oh, uh, let, let... so I'll tell you who I like. I'll throw out a bunch of names that I'm leaning towards right now. I'm looking at Roxroy. I'm looking at Zach. Um, I am looking at Myra. Um, I'm looking at Omar. Uh, I'm looking at Jenny and Lydia. So I, I took about two from each tribe. Uh, and if if we if we say that Taku wins, then I, we should probably be looking at Aika. Yeah, I've eliminated and, Taku. And Vati. So between Jenny, Lydia, Roxroy, and Zach, I think I am leaning towards Lydia. Okay, you're gonna yeah. I I am going to lean towards. I think I'm gonna have to say Jenny. I'm gonna say Jenny mm. is my first. So out. we're both thinking Vati. Yeah, we're thinking mm. Vati. Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's just who who knows. We don't know how things are gonna. It's flow. just for fun, everybody. We're just having for fun. fun. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you go with Lydia. I'll go with Jenny. Let's see what happens. Okay. Now winner pick. Whoa. Okay. Let's do it. Jonathan. No. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Myself. Mm. Hmm. Boy, this is tough. I'll just, mm, man. <sighs> I like, okay. So I'm, I'm, I like high. Um, I like Marianne. Um, I like Drea. Mike, I think you got to throw him in there. And Mike is Daniel. in there for me. I like Romeo. I like Tori. Yeah, this is tough. Mike, Romeo, Tori. I like Chanel. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Let's just create more dead air. I know. I'm really. <laughs> I'll, I'll think out loud. I'll think out loud. Um, man, I there's certain people here that I'm like. There's the temptation to be like Mike, uh, because you know he's, he's bald. Such, he's got he's bald. He's got such Tony vibes to him. Uh, but man, I really like the energy from High a lot. I like that he. I I think you're feeling High very strong. I I am. You know? I think I'm gonna say High. Okay. High is my pick. Okay. Who was I saying? I was feeling. You said Tori. Uh, who else did you say? Romeo. Romeo. You liked him. Mm -hmm. I did like Romeo a lot. I did like Tori. I did like Mike. So I think it was like Romeo, Tori, and Mike. You know, Tori... I think my second winner's pick would have been Marianne on Taku. Yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't feeling Marianne super 
super strongly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Mike is my bald Jersey boy, but <laughs> you gotta go with the Jersey guy, right? Uh, yeah, but I don't know. He's a little, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm not feeling that he's going to really win. I'm not yeah. feeling that he's going to pull out the win. He's not screaming winner to me mm-hmm. in, in these days, you know, um, I'm fee. Oh, do you know, Jackson's Jackson was sticking out to me. Jackson was really. Oh yes, to me. Mm-hmm. Jackson. I forgot about Jackson. So, mm-hmm. you know, Jackson, Tori, and Romeo. So let's see. Romeo was looking good. We got Tori, and we have Jackson. So, I am going to go ahead and pick Romeo. Wow, as my winner. Who do you think I was going to say? I thought you were going to go Jackson. Oh, you really did. You thought I was going to mm-hmm. go and say yes. that. Mm-hmm. Wow. Well, you know, we all have our, you know, I think Tori would have been the more fun pick though, but yeah, yeah she's too much of a wild card for me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Don't who know knows what my... she's going to do? She plays muggle Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel good about my winner pick. I feel good about mine too. I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. In fact, I feel pretty good. I I don't know. I feel pretty good about this Vati tribe in general going far, even though we have them going to first tribal. I think that that's going to solidify bonds for the rest of the game. I think this Vati tribe is going to do very well. Well, I'm feeling Mr. Congeniality Romeo is going (laughs) to cut some throats. Mr. Universe himself. All right. All right. This is good. Wow. I think we've assessed the fuck out of this cast. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. It took grit and determination. This is the real survivor assessing a cast. Maybe we should, maybe we should, I'm thinking out loud here, brainstorming Max, but uh, maybe we should get like a fantasy survivor league going with our listeners or something like that. That could be fun. That could be fun if anybody wanted to do it. Yeah. Comment if you're, if you're interested. We'll, we'll do a reality alert fantasy survivor game. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. But you have to let us just know. a fun idea. Just a fun little idea. But you have to want to do it because otherwise yes. we're not going to do it. You got to comment and let us know. Yeah. It can't just be me and Max and Max's mom in this league. We need more people. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking forward to Wednesday and we are going to be recapping live right after the East Coast uh episode finishes so yeah so like 9 9 30 yes 9:30 eastern so join yes. us for that that's going to be fun uh we for those of you who are love is blind fans we sadly will not be interviewing kyle abrams tomorrow uh there was some scheduling conflicts but we, it is postponed he does want to come on the show still we are going to be getting interviews they're just probably not going to be for another week or two so when they are able to happen, they will happen. Yes, they will. Yes. Just. There's a lot know. going on right now for them. A lot yeah. going on for these Love is Blind contestants. Yeah. Anything else that. we need to plug? Hmm? I don't think so. We're going to watch the courtship tonight, folks. And if it's good, we'll cover it. But, uh, but if it's yeah. not, we're not going to cover it. Yeah. So we'll let you know. But until then, we're, we're survivor focused. Yes. So join us on Wednesday night. 
Thank you for everyone that joined us live. Be sure to uh, give us five-star reviews on uh, Apple and write nice things about us. Only five stars and positive reviews. We can't handle uh, anything negative. Thank you. Yes. Uh, be sure to follow us on Reality Alert Podcast on Instagram, uh, Reality Alert underscore on Twitter. And uh, if you want to get in contact with us, Reality Alert Podcast at gmail.com. All that fun stuff. And that's it. That's it. Bye. Bye. It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. <laughs>